Welcome to the College Baseball Recruiting 101 podcast brought to you by Keep Playing Baseball. This is your host, Ethan Gavon, coming to you from Sacramento, California. Keep Playing Baseball is a registered 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to helping every high school baseball player navigate the recruiting process and play college baseball. At Keep Playing Baseball, we don't think money should dictate college baseball opportunity, and all our resources, including this podcast, are 100% free. No signups, no fees, no strings attached. We use the College Baseball Recruiting 101 podcast in many different ways, but the main point is to get you the information you need to keep playing baseball. We appreciate you tuning in to the College Baseball Recruiting 101 podcast, the best source of recruiting information on the go. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the College Baseball Recruiting 101 podcast brought to you by Keep Playing Baseball. This is another daily KPB episode where we're taking our written content and turning it into more bite-sized podcast episodes, another method for you guys to get the information you need about college baseball and move you closer to your goal of playing at that level. Now, what we're talking about on this episode, as the weather heats up, we talk more about recruiting It's also campus visit season, and so on this episode, we're going to talk about what you need to know about campus visits. When it comes to visiting campuses, our suggestion is to get on college campuses early and often, taking lots of campus visits. That's going to help you get a better feel for the type of college environment that is right for you. So we've talked to a ton of college players about their recruiting experience And they almost always suggest that future prospects take lots of campus visits and, if possible, use their official visits. A campus visit, that's a pretty broad term. It can be anything from just strolling around campus as part of your family vacation to having an expense-paid official visit by a school. And so what we're going to do on this episode is explain some of the different types of campus visits and why it's important to get on campus visits and start to get a feel for what you like in a school. Again, it doesn't have to be anything super official or meeting with coaches. It's just about getting on campus, getting a feel for what you like, getting a feel for the college atmosphere, uh, different different ways campuses work. Um, And then obviously you're going to want to get into more coach-led campus visits as your recruiting process heats up, but no rush to that. Um, So let's talk about unofficial visits. A campus visit that is paid for at the expense of you, the recruit, or your family, that's considered an unofficial visit. You can take an unlimited amount of unofficial visits, and an unofficial visit could mean anything from, like we said, walking around campus on a whim to an invitation to attend a home athletic event or even a full campus tour and sit-down meeting with the baseball coaching staff. So we differentiate, at Keep Playing Baseball, we differentiate between formal uh, unofficial visits, which would be unofficial visits set up with the college coaches, and informal unofficial visits, which would be just going on your own. But the key to visiting uh, a campus unofficially is that the recruit pays his way. You can take unofficial visits at any time. But the rules have changed for formal unofficial visits set up by coaches for the Division I level. So we want to break down kind of the difference between the rules for uh, the different divisions. 
Division one, uh, new rule by the NCAA last year went into effect. Uh, that changed the rules for both unofficial and official visits with, uh, with college coaches involved. Um, they can no longer take place any earlier than September 1st of a recruit's junior year of high school. And the only expense a recruit can receive from a college uh, on an unofficial visit is three complimentary tickets to a home athletic event, um, which can also only happen after September 1 of a recruit's junior year. So uh, Division One again, September 1st junior year, you can take both official and unofficial visits. For Division Two, Division Three, and NAIA, unofficial visits to schools in these levels uh, of college baseball, they take place at any time, um, even if they're formally set up by college coaching staff. No restrictions on the timing, age, or grade for the recruits. Um, overnight unofficial visits for all levels. Even on an unofficial visit, it may be possible for you to stay with a current player in a dorm. And there's different rules for overnight unofficial visits depending on the school housing for prospective students and the level designation. So um, this is a possibility in some places if it's available to anyone and you're not getting a special benefit because you are a prospective student athlete. So make sure you speak with the coaching staff about whether this is an option and what it will cost. Because again, as an unofficial visit, this is something you're going to have to pay for Official visits uh, are a, a very specific type of visit set up by the program, the college baseball program. So an official visit is any visit to a college campus that's paid for by the school. So official visits can last up to 48 hours and can include transportation costs to and from the school, room and board during the trip for the recruit and his parent or guardian, and and I quote, reasonable entertainment expenses during the trip, including three complimentary tickets to a home athletic event. In order to take an official visit, recruits must be registered with the NCAA Eligibility Center, have provided the hosting school with copies of high school transcripts and ACT or SAT scores. And it's also important to note that official visits are different at every school, and some programs are limited in the financial assistance that they can provide to recruits. So make sure that you are clear on what a program will be paying for before you take your visit. You know, you don't want to end up on campus and then realize that you're going to have to pay for a lot of things that you didn't think you were going to have to. Um, you know, schools that have a bigger athletic budget, they can fit in more expenses for recruits like official visits. Uh, I coached at a mid-major Division One program and we were not able to pay for, for, for those visits. Um, we were able to do some certain things, let the guys stay on campus with our players, um, host some meals, set up some meals through the school and the cafeteria, but we did not have the budget to fly players across the country so they could come visit, which put us at a disadvantage. So don't make any assumptions. Make sure you know exactly what's being covered. And most programs... They're going to provide you with an itinerary. They're going to let you know uh, everything well in advance. For D1s, official visits. Official visits, again, they can, they can take place starting September 1 of a recruit's junior year of high school. That's the same time period 
as formal unofficial visits. And high school recruits are limited to a maximum of five Division I official visits. Now, there, uh, last year, again, the rule changed. It used to be that you had to be a senior to take official visits. That's no longer the case. Both unofficial, formal unofficial visits and official visits may take place starting September 1 of a recruit's junior year of high school. Division two, D2 official visits may be made starting June 15th of the summer prior to a recruit's junior year. Recruits may take an unlimited amount of official visits to Division two programs. And again, you can take those a little bit earlier than Division I uh, programs are allowed to do. D3, D3 official visits are allowed starting January 1st of a recruit's junior year. So a, l- a little bit later in the year. So um, after that fall semester. So like D2 official visits, a recruit can take unlimited D3 official visits. A lot of times that'll just include staying with the player, um, where players will host them, take them around campus, get a get a great feel for what it's like. Um, encourage you guys to, when you're on these visits, connect with the players and ask questions. Ask tons of questions, ask the coaches tons of questions. Um, as long as you ask the right way with the right tone, there's virtually no question you can ask that's off limits. You need to get the information that you need to make an educated and informed decision and college coaches shouldn't be worried about hiding anything uh, again. So if, you, if you're if you tactful in the way you ask questions, there's really nothing that's off limits. Um, why are campus, invis- campus visits important? Campus visits of all kinds, they're great for getting a grasp on the vibe of a particular school or just college in general. Uh, taking visits, it's an integral part of finding a college fit. Uh, as Chris Paul, the former sixth round draft pick for uh, the Minnesota Twins and uh, a former college baseball standout advised in one of his inside the recruitments. He said, and I quote, I would encourage kids to take all their visits if they have the opportunity because you kind of get more of an accurate experience with the school. And so in interviews with both Chris Paul and his former teammate at Cal Mitchell Cranston, they both spoke about the importance of visiting college campuses during their respective recruiting processes. Um, Each took informal visits with their family as part of trips or or even family vacations where they would just pop over and check out a new school. And they both took formal uh, visits set up with the coaching staff. And so for these guys and for almost every college player that we talk to, these trips really help them refine what their interests and preferences in, in for a college baseball program were. How do you set up a campus visit? Well, you don't need an invite from a college coach to visit campus, although meeting with the coaches and touring the baseball facilities, that's the opportunity that you're looking for. You want to work towards getting formal campus visits set up. Um, but here's a, a few of the ways that, you know, common common ways that campus visits are made. Informal visits. In your freshman and sophomore year, we suggest informally visiting college campuses. Take the guided tour of campus or tour the campus yourself, hang out in the student center or the student union, or grab lunch on campus. If you can, go during a time when you might be able to see the baseball team practice or play. So 
even though you might not be able to set this up with the coaches until September 1 of your junior year, you can still try and schedule it out. So you can just pop by a practice and you never know, you might be able to grab the coach's attention for a little bit, at least introduce yourself. Um, Get used to being on different campuses and get a feel for the things that you like and dislike. There's a lot of different variables. Um, You know, there's commuter campuses, there's campuses where where kids stay on campus for four years. There's a mix of, of everything in between. There's rural campuses, there's urban campuses, there's suburban campuses. I mean, the variables are literally endless. So the more you can figure out what you like and dislike, the more that's going to help you in your search for the college fit that's best for you. Informal visits do not have to be limited to the first two years of high school. And they're definitely a great precursor for your ultimate goal, which is setting up a formal visit with college coaches. So second type of visit, formal visits initiated by you. As you get into your upper class years, your junior and senior years of high school, and your list of schools that you're interested in begins to narrow, try to set up formal campus visits with the coaches. To successfully do this, the timing has to be right. And it's essential that you contact schools at the appropriate level of play. So um, use our when to contact college coaches as a guide to help you make sure that you're ready for contact with college coaches and you're ready for that exposure. Um, Use our guide for contacting coaches the right way to give your email the best chance of being read and make sure you include everything that you need to and nothing that you don't. Um, If you have no prior relationship with the coach, definitely setting up a formal campus visit, that can be difficult. So it's always best to develop a rapport with the coach's staff um, first and then to get interest from that program before you set up a a formal visit. But if you're intent on visiting regardless, you should always email the coach and let them know that you're going to be coming to campus and see if they're willing to meet with you and show you around. A lot of coaches, if, if they don't have anything on their schedule, they're more than happy to do that or at least take a few minutes to sit down and talk with you and get to know you a little better. Make sure when you send the emails, you CC all the coaches on the staff to your email. So you address it to the head coach or the recruiting coordinator and CC all the other coaches. That way, if uh, multiple coaches are off campus, maybe you can connect with the one who is on campus. And don't be surprised if you receive no response. College coaches, they receive dozens of interest emails each day. So emailing out of the blues, it's definitely a low percentage play, but you do have a chance. So it's better than nothing. If you do receive interest from a coach, it's always smart to use that as an opportunity to try and set up a campus visit. Formal, unofficial, or even official visits initiated by the coach. If a coach personally invites you to visit campus, it's a sign that they're seriously considering you as a prospect or at least want to take a really good look at you. In this case, they're likely to usher you through the entire visit, and uh, all you have to do is show up prepared. We've got a great article, and we'll have a podcast next week coming out about how to how to ace a campus visit so that you show up ready, you show up prepared, uh, and make the most of it. So for all campus visits that happen during the school year, um, try and visit on a day when you can watch a practice or a game, just a reminder. And, uh, and always try and connect with the coaches regardless of whether they know who you are because even if it's a slim chance, it's better than no chance of, of making that connection. 
and uh, having them recruit you. A word of caution, uh, this is also really important. Campus visits with interested coaches often really speed up the recruiting timeline. And um, they're usually one of the last stepping stones, not always, but usually one of the last stepping stones for a coach before they make you an offer or put pressure on you to make a decision. So it's important to remember that despite all of this pressure, you are in, in control ultimately of your decision to commit and you shouldn't do it until you're 100% ready. If you've been talking with the program for a, a long period of time and then you have your campus visit, um, you can expect that they're going to put some pressure on you if they continue to be interested after the visit. It's also likely that you know if you've really been engaging with the program and they're really interested, they'll make you an offer on campus. So make sure you talk through what you want to do in that situation. Um, regardless of whether it comes, it's always good to be prepared. You know, you don't want a coach to say, so are you ready to commit? This is what we can offer you. Um, and because you don't know what to do, you say yes. And then you realize after the fact that you don't really know what that offer means, or you weren't quite ready to make a commitment and your emotions got the best of you. Uh, it's really easy to get caught up in the emotional roller coaster, and especially on a good visit when you're getting pressured to make a hasty decision or a quick decision. Um, it's easy to get caught up in that moment and do something that you might later regret. So plan on taking some time after the visit to reflect uh, and, and talk things over with your parents or your guardians or whoever's helping you through the process before you make any big decisions. Um, if you're ready to make campus visits, check out our article on showing up ready and prepared to ace the visit. We also have an entire step of our 10-step recruiting process that, that talks about preparing for campus visits and what to do on campus visits and then how uh, to follow up campus visits. So tons of resources on visits. They're a critical part of the recruiting process, and they're one of the more fun parts of the recruiting process. So enjoy your, your opportunities to get onto college campuses, learn more, and find the program that's right for you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the College Baseball Recruiting 101 podcast brought to you by Keep Playing Baseball. As always, if you need more information on the recruiting process or how to play college baseball, you can find that for free on our website, www.keepplayingbaseball.org. We're also very active on social media. That's at KeepPlayingBB on Twitter, Keep Playing Baseball on Facebook, and at Keep Playing Baseball on Instagram. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please take the time to subscribe and leave us a review, or at least tell your friends. We provide all this information for free because we want to help you get to the next level. If you're interested in a partnership or sponsorship in underwriting some of the Keep Playing Baseball content on our website, or being the title sponsor or running ads on our podcast, please don't hesitate to reach out to keepplayingbaseball at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening to this episode, and we look forward to catching you on the next one.